0: talk through difficult conversations I'm
1: Bryony I'm Nancy and I'm Sarah
0: so yeah basically we've all decided to come together for multiple reasons Bry, because she's got two under fives and wants to talk about vaguely grown-up things I wouldn't even call it, say it's grown-up conversation <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: I know there's no grown-up conversations in this house no way
0: but at uh, different topics to the wee and poo of your children. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Conversation with people over five
2: is <laughs> what I'm after, and I have to force my sister to do a podcast with me to get it. I feel like we wouldn't be the best choice of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe- <laughs>
0: Yeah, again, we're not the best choice. So, I uh, and as Bri said, I'm here because I'm forced.
2: <laughs> I'm just here the for the lols. Scraping, scraping, the barrel. scraping the
0: barrel. You're here for your passion. Yeah,
2: I think it's like we all like talking about things, and it was just random, wasn't it? We just thought. We're quite confident women, I was going to say ladies, but that sounded weird, um, in the fact we were just talking about what we feel comfortable talking about, and there's a lot of things that, unfortunately, as women, um, people don't feel like they can talk about and don't feel like they can say to many people, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: true, we are,
1: to talk that's some shit true. to whoever... And we don't listen. Yeah.
0: And here we are to talk to uh, talk some stuff to uh, zero listeners. No, <laughs> mum will think... listen. Yeah, mum will listen. <laughs> to, to five oh, minutes. Tune in. Just
2: so that... I can't have my mamma listening, I just said shit, so <laughs> but yeah, no, I think you made a
1: really good point when you said um, women don't really talk about some issues, and I think that's a multitude of reasons, and mine would be because I'm a mum, I've got two kids, they run me ragged all the time, so forcing
0: my sister to have a podcast and talk through issues is a way of me keeping up to date with the world. Yeah.
1: But I also, think that's lovely. giving an opinion that isn't widely shared, I don't think.
0: Yeah. I mean, in general life with you two, I love uncomfortable conversations.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're the one that changes it to that direction,
0: normally. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 like, like you both said, it's like working it out in our brains. Like, what does that? How does that work? What happens? What should we do? And it's
2: okay to do that. I think people are scared to. To talk to people about things and what people might say and yeah, or get things wrong, and who cares? Like yeah. everyone, everyone makes
0: mistakes.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, we all do. We all Let's do. Let's all
2: be uncomfortable together. Uncomfortable. That sounded really creepy.
0: Uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the first uncomfortable topic
1: we want to talk about? Because my topic isn't that uncomfortable, really. That's true. It everyone in with my. Easygoing topic. Yeah. Do you want
0: yeah. yeah. to, So, one of my interests is
1: future and inventions. And I love really geeky stuff like that. So, as I've held my sister and Sarah hostage, <laughs> <laughs> I'm making them talk about inventions. So, the one I wanted to talk about this week was um, a new essentially a new swim cap but for people with big hair so it's mainly targeted at the BAME community and women and it's a swim cap that you put on and you can tie at the back and it keeps your hair completely dry for swimming whereas traditional swim caps I'll explain, traditional swim caps are not designed to keep your hair dry they're designed to make you um, more streamlined in the water so you can swim oh. faster and be more efficient. They're not designed to keep your hair dry. No way! And, yeah, and traditional sim caps are also pretty bad for your hair. Like, putting them on and off, it kind of rips a lot of hair out. They're quite uncomfortable. Yeah. They've not got the room for big hair. They're just... So, they're
0: for... um have you... Sorry I'm interrupting. Is it particularly marketed at black men and women
1: the inventor is a black woman herself yeah. that came up with the idea for herself because yeah. she had a health scare and the doctor recommended swimming and she was like i don't really want to go swimming because it takes yeah. me a whole day to sort my hair out afterwards and when you talk about doing exercise as well you want to be doing exercise three four times a week selling yeah. Like, I wash my hair once a week, personally, and that's if I get time. Sometimes it's less than once a
0: week. But, um, so... That's, I, that's normal. It takes me that's, so long to that's wash n- my hair. Normal was, for people have... For anyone that's listening that doesn't have afro okay. or... Yeah. Hair, that's normal. Yeah. so me, it it's has te- Disgusting textured, hair with the see
1: to anyone who's got textured hair, washing it less often is normal, and mm-hmm. the more you wash it, you can really dry out your hair. So yeah.
0: Is it out already then?
1: No. So oh. it is going to be launched very, very, very soon. So this is a, a, an invention that's literally just about to hit the shelves, but um, it's not actually out yet because if it was, I would have bought one. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: want one for me I mean from a sort of a background of black people swimming which I am interested in me and Bryce swam a lot when we we were younger um yeah it ruins your hair the chlorine absolutely and it was worse for afro hair yeah. but but that's not I would definitely say that's not the only barrier for black people swimming but that would help get rid of a big one for black, particularly black yeah. women. So that's brilliant. But
1: I think it's not just um, black women that it would benefit for, because if you thought, and when I got my wise. grandma on my dad's side, so that's the white side of my family she couldn't swim but if she could swim <laughs> she wouldn't have wanted to swim because
0: it would have ruined her hair set yeah, she had yeah. It in rollers. whereas
1: if she had something to that would keep her hair completely dry so not ruin the set she probably and she was able to swim that would have been a really good form of exercise for her yeah. which is a massive concern for Like me and my family, when she was getting on, she wasn't doing a lot of exercise, because there was lots of things that limited her. She couldn't swim. She'd be scared to go outside when it was cold and icy, So and so didn't get any walking in. So it would have helped her later in life if she was able to swim. And a form of exercise for people who are busy as well. If you can keep your hair completely dry, go for a swim, and then... You don't have to style your hair to get out. That cuts mm-hmm. out loads of. Well, you would probably have to style it, but you don't have to completely wash it and dry it. You can just get out the sh- the pool and have a body shower, and then mm-hmm. just style your hair afterwards, and then go to work. That would be. That's like the same as going to the gym.
0: Yeah. Anyone that covers their hair as well, like head scarves and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's initially what I thought you meant, but you actually mean. For maybe people who just have... Like one of my friends who has a lot of hair. Yeah. Um. You mean like that, for that as well, is it? Yeah, it fits loads of hair in. So
1: it's, it looks very rubbery and quite thick, thick rubber. And you put it on your head and then it holds all your hair in. So if you've got tonnes of hair, it'll hold it in. if you've got not very much hair, you, it's, you've got a big flap at the back basically <laughs> where the extra hair would go so it doesn't look it looks a bit odd aesthetically okay and so it's very so thick it's quite thick and heavy but from the trials of people who've worn it it did keep their hair completely dry or 95 percent dry with a tiny bit of touch of wetness on some people's that tried it
0: okay so if we're like dragons done now
1: Mm -hmm. i want to buy one so i'm in oh yeah i'm in (laughs) i'd invest the only thing i can say is they just have shiny black available and she's got a kids version as well so if i wanted to wear one i don't think she'd wear a shiny black one oh. she'd want a pink one mm. one with unicorns on and i'd probably want her to have like the fabric to be a bit more lightweight for me. i mean i would put anything on my head but then <laughs> i gave birth in front of all my neighbors so <laughs> i have no shame left so i think that was by accident, but <laughs> I have nothing left. So, <laughs> so didn't pay uh, to watch. <laughs> no, it wasn't a paid experience. <laughs> um, but I'd literally probably put anything on my head and go swimming if it, if it meant that my hair wasn't going to get ruined. So, but with... Uh, even at three, she's quite selective of, of what she would put on her head. Yeah. So that's my one comment on it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mum wouldn't wear uh, black, would she? like, oh, that's not my colour. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she dyes her hair, jet black every, every
2: month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything that comes out initially is boring, though, isn't it? Like, hopefully it would do well and then they'd release more Yeah. colours
0: and styles yeah. or whatever.
1: No, I think
0: that's a great idea. We're all in. We're all, all in. in.
1: We'd all invest.
2: Actually,
1: we're gonna save some
0: money for the next one, the next item though. <laughs> swim wraps. Yeah, swim wraps. Launch soon so I can buy one, <laughs> please, please. Um. So the next topic I've chosen is I may destroy you, and I've uh, tra- yeah. I've chosen it. I feel like. We've all been there, done that, and talked about it already. But I just felt like re it back up because it's just brilliant. So, <laughs> <laughs> Michaela Cole, um, and she did Bubblegum first. Did either of you two watch Bubblegum? No, I never
1: watched Bubblegum.
0: Did you watch it, Harry? Yeah, I'm Yeah, and so she that was based on her life, was And this one is the same. This is like. Ru- Obviously, if you see it, then some of it's quite that, that, that fun. Part of the storyline is based Yeah, some, on some of it's experience. fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Not all of it is real. Yeah, didn't you say it was like
2: her and her friends as well?
0: So, yeah. yeah. And it's on, this one's on, yeah, triggering for you, Sarah Roof. And also, I'm about to... So if my mum is listening to this podcast, I'm about to... <laughs> I'm about to tell tell the plaid line, and I may destroy you if you are going to listen to this, Mum. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert. So, um, yeah, it's about Kayla, Michaela Cole's sexual assault, um, and also it, like loads of the loads of it is, has happened in her real life. Um, it's just brilliant, and I just—it's about
1: consent, isn't it? Really, it's about consent and relationships.
0: Consent, kind of genre, relationships. It? It's not about race, but it is about race. Yeah, it's got it's got a little bit of
1: everything there, isn't it? It's a bit about race. It's a bit about period sex. It's a bit about. It's a lot about consent.
0: It's... Yeah. And I and I wanted to go through the bits that, the bits that we loved, which was everything all about the sexual assault and Michaela Cole's well not her experience, her Arabella's experience of sexual assault, and then uh, Kwame, who is our favourite character. Yeah, definitely and my favourite. A gay black guy played by Papa Seju, who is um, Michaela Cole's friend in real life? Oh. But apparently, um, she made him interview for for the role. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's mean.
1: <laughs> well, bad process and all, eh? That's good. Yeah, she yeah.
0: she wasn't sure about him for the role, <laughs> but he's brilliant. <laughs> he's so good, and just the way he's written, and the way that Papa. Um, acts as well it's it's brilliant, it's absolutely that's brilliant the, I think that's the best that's definitely the best thing about the show I think is that portrayal of gay experiences because I've not ever seen something done like that and showing gay experiences and uh, like the gay dating scene the black, no, not, the black male gay experience
1: yeah I've not seen anything like that and People praise the programme for showing period sex and showing consent. But I have seen other programmes on consent and on period sex and have those elements of that. I didn't think that was something completely new and original.
0: I've not seen anything with blood clots. I know that you were very against. That period sex scene, and that was your greatest criticism. So I wasn't criticism. against it in the
1: way. I wasn't against it in the way of like showing a period. No, sex. no,
0: no, not I, against that's it. A
1: good thing and normalising it is good. I just thought it was kind of thrown in last minute, being like, "Oh, let's put in period sex." Uh-huh. And the only thing that preluded to it was her putting on a. A sanitary towel before going out to the nightclub and
0: then and you could see
1: the guy it was like oh i'm on my period okay let's do it anyway oh look a blood clot i just thought it was just thrown in and it wasn't really like talked about and I, i just thought it was a bit unrealistic that two people on a one night stand who've never had period sex before would have one on a one night stand with someone else who's never had period sex before and then for a guy Who's never seen a period blood cut before? Hold up the blood clot, and go, ooh, what's this?
0: Like, yeah, Bryce said oh, I've never sounds...
1: seen a blood clot. Okay, before. would sick, sick. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think he'd behave like that. He'd be like, no, it, to, to me it was just yeah, all something and a bit not thought about, and it, it didn't. It wasn't realistic portrayal of behaviour. I thought
0: that he, he picked it up in like childlike wonder. That's what Bryce said. Last time. I though. Uh, no. Not, no, no, not really. And he was just like holding it up to the light and just like.
1: <laughs> what it. is this? It's sticky.
0: Yeah. I thought. Not... Not... thought the rest
1: of the rest of it. I thought was brilliant and really like showed um, human behaviour really well. But I thought that particular part was just kind of thrown in there. Maybe as something it else what? controversial to have in it and not really thought through, it was like, a, I want this in the programme, but not embedded properly into it, and I, I thought that was mean. a shame, really, because I just it became just a shock factor. Oh, yeah. there's this period sex scene, rather than something that was in-depth and like involved in the programme, the way consent was, and the way gay sex was, and the way other things was well
0: woven
2: in,
1: that was just
2: something that was kind of like thrown on top. What were you I just said, do you know if that was the true bit? Because imagine if it is the true exact recount <laughs> we and we're like that's unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so fake. And then the dude's going, oh my god, this is me. It's exactly what I
1: did. I Oh my
0: god. So do you guys listen to the Brown Girls? I don't
1: know if that bit was
0: real or not. Do you the guys listen to the Brown Girls Do It Too podcast? No. I
1: don't
0: listened
1: to it before definitely
0: so one, if I get off the Cheeky Monkey musical yeah. 3 year old soundtrack it's a win <laughs> so no It's um, <laughs> a question of do, have you ever watched or do you listen to anything the answer is always no no, <laughs> no. Oh, okay, well not a drama it's obviously just more um, sort of well known Asian girls talking about sex and they talk about period sex on it. And then and I was thinking, now that is a very true account of period sex. So oh no. what happens is one of them was saying about I don't know whether it's her partner or who is it, I presume it is her partner. When he's got a beard and he went down on her when she was on a period. And then Don't come back up. Do not came back, come back up. up. And he had a blood clot on his lips oh, and in goodness. his beard. And then she went, and then there was that awkward moment where I thought, I need to kiss him, but I really don't want to. <laughs> and then... Did
2: she?
0: Yeah, she went, then, no, then we no, just no, kissed no, no. and got on with it, and then it was done. <laughs> and then it was done.
2: <laughs> But the thing is, when it's, you talk about it, it's like, but then at the time you'll have done some weird. Not, not that that's weird, that's fine, but you know, you do all sorts of things and it's in the moment, it just happens, doesn't it? Yeah. then right now you're like, that's close. But how, you feel like that even when it's your own self afterwards, don't you? Like,
0: what did I just do? What was. I think it's. What were we doing? Anyth- anything <laughs> stuck in beards. Is great. yeah. Yeah. Even. I'm and... not one for body hair, facial hair, anything. <laughs> like a seal. A slick like a seal. It looks like a seal. It looks like a dolphin. I quite like body hair. I quite like. Yep. I don't like bits stuck in beards, but I quite <sighs> like a bit of chest hair or something. <laughs> I don't
1: like body hair. I don't like body hair after they've had a shower and it's just in the bathtub and you're like oh, why is there so much air in here is this from your head or from your body what is this
0: Do you remember uh, carpet carpet man
1: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> me and Nancy used to work along many moons ago we worked at swimming <laughs> pool and there was a man that used to come swimming and everyone called him carpet man because he had so much air on his body
0: it looked like he was a rug. It was so thick. <laughs> but yeah, I imagine when he had a shower, they were clogged up. That was period sex. Um, <laughs> the, the only other thing that I had on the list for I May Destroy You was my one criticism of um it, which was I didn't like the whole... The bit about veganism when they were saying in the kitchen and then they, uh, she was pretending to be a vegan for the ad campaign thing, and then she was eating chicken, in the kitchen at the party, like actually I do I'm not I'm not a vegan I'm not buying into that, and then um, well prior to the eating of the chicken, her friend has done a talk on. Uh, basically like oppression uh, from you know white people trying to oppress black people with things like veganism and stuff like that and I I do see that point but I just I don't like the narrative that all black people eat and love chicken irritates me I
1: maybe I just like so oh
2: sorry is you. that what the, I get it okay That's what you think? That's why it was? okay. I might have zoned out, zoned back in. I thought he was... (laughs) I thought that part of the discussion was him saying that um,
1: white people package up black ideas and sell it back to them. Um. And vegan. But maybe I just completely just interpreted that myself. (laughs) That's not what he was saying at all.
0: (laughs) I think that's what they do. But he was saying... I felt like he was saying he's just got his Mercedes Benz car or whatever, and then now they're trying to oppress him with veganism.
1: Oh, with like saving the planet? Yeah. Okay, I just totally interpreted it in my own way and what I wanted to hear rather than what was actually said. Well, that
0: that always happens though, doesn't it? It's highly probable that I've got it wrong myself. Maybe we'll (laughs) go back and review. (laughs) i talk it through again. <laughs> talk it through next week. Um, next on the list, we've got Sarah Reeve, your topic. Wiley. Wiley.
2: So, as an angry person, I um, felt really annoyed about this. And I go through ups and downs of things. And I said I wasn't going to look at it, but then I watched this Sky interview... I don't know, whenever it was, a few days ago, and, like you said, it's like, I don't want to offend anyone, but I probably will offend somebody, and I apologise for that, um, whether it's in ignorance or just purely in being wrong, and um, I thought he was just, he's an angry man, He's been hurt. He should have just made it very clear that it was nothing to do with a generalisation. He was angry at a specific person or 10 people or 20 people, whatever, you know, however many people. Like, he just couldn't articulate that. it wasn't about actual Jewish people, it was about these ten people, or however many people there are that have mistreated him and I I think that he's got lost along the way and he's been hurt and he's angry and it's whatever, it's twenty years, ten years of this going on Um, so I didn't want to feel sorry for him and I I wanted to be angry, but then I watched it and I was like, oh, I don't know. I feel like he just needs some counselling and... <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone needs bit of
0: counselling, don't they? Everyone does need counselling. He
1: definitely
0: needs to. So- he, needs- he needs something, doesn't
1: he? What happened? Because I so basically really it. He went crazy. I don't know how it started.
0: He went crazy on Twitter. So he's had an argument with his producer, is it? Who yeah. is Jewish, and yeah. he went um. I think X X to it or something. Yeah. So obviously Wiley's on the. I don't know if you know the background of it, but right? So, <laughs> on Instagram, over lockdown and prior to lockdown, Wiley's been having base what looks like a mental breakdown about who is it, um. Stormzy? Jamila? Storms, Stormzy. Yeah, he thinks, Stormzy. He thinks that Stormzy's taking over him or something, doesn't he? Is that right? Oh,
1: is this kind of like... So, um, sorry to... Uh, when um, Mickey Minaj got angry because... What's her name? The one that's just had a, ba- had a baby. Cardi B. Cardi B came on the scene and
0: Nicki Minaj was like... I've been doing this for
1: years. I've been doing this for years. You need
0: to pay me homage. Yes. Is so it's kind of like that? It's No, it, yeah. sta- it started with that. But then he's been getting weirder and weirder. And in lockdown, he's been taking even more um jabs at people. And then, like, was it last week? There was about... Or did, uh, just about 10 days ago or something uh, there wasn't even one tweet there was hundreds of tweets that were really they weren't nice and they were very racist and anti-semitic against his producer that he did but then there's been a, a huge backlash against him uh, but in the light of his tweets i don't know why people aren't Highlighting mental health issues <laughs> something yeah, really that not really right screams there screams
1: mental health Whenever anyone is, Whenever anyone goes on a kind of Twitter tirade It screams yeah. Mental health issues And When, yeah, it screams
2: A bit We know it just ourselves, don't we? Like If we have a bit too much time on Insta Or Facebook and we're you know really too angry about racism or misogynistic pricks or whatever you have to step back from for a little bit and give yourself a bit of breathing time and you know you need that friend to say okay this is really awful but you're not gonna survive unless you see other things too so step back from that part and then but clearly nobody's been able to get through to him and be like...
0: Well, I feel like that's part of it, isn't it? Self-sabotage or whatever mm-hmm. It's part of yeah. mental health, like well, mental Do illness. you think
1: that, it's, that, the re, that no one's able to get through to him or do you think he's just surrounded by people who oh, are yeah. looking after him in a way Like when you have a powerful person and they just have less men all around them? Or well, do you think it's, people can't get through to him? Because if you've got someone that are saying, I don't think you should do this, I don't think you should put it on Twitter, and then they go and put it on Twitter, that is like definite mental health issues. Mm-hmm. But if you've got someone where all the people around him are like, you've been wronged, you need to right the wrongs, you yeah. need to say this, and hype them up, then it's less of a mental health issue and a kind of like, mm, I think you oh, need think a different you need someone who's got a different perspective to kind of help you yeah. talk it through. I
0: <laughs> don't... Wiley... I don't know. I wouldn't... I would say from... I don't
1: Wiley circle at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not friends with him. And I'm not a psychologist. No. <laughs> Hit us up. You can be that
1: one
2: listener,
0: Wiley. I'm, I'm not. welcome you. I, strangely enough, I'm not capable of giving a diagnosis. But I'll I'll cast it out there. Mental health problems.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) On the podcast, let us know your crew. Yeah. Um, Right in, Wiley.
0: Let us know. Definitely. (laughs)
1: That was... um,
2: Yeah, he said... One of his things that he's obviously very angry about was that he'd got an MBE, and it was like 10 years ago, and he's never seen the MBE, because his manager or whatever he was, producer manager, kept it. So it's like he obviously has stored all this stuff inside and he's never dealt with it. Um
0: and it's coming and,
2: out. Yeah and then at the end of the Sky interview they were like, They said that they've they framed his MBA and he can come and collect it. Oh, great. Ten years bloody later <laughs> Like that wasn't even a great response. I hate it when Media systems like that, and then some little cabin will be listening. And they go, Oh, well, that's okay
0: then, because they framed it now and they can get it. <laughs> well, there's loads of petitions, isn't there, for him to get rid of you know, to get rid removed, of removed yeah. the MBE. Um, which is fair enough if he is being anti Semitic, but I don't think it's fair enough if he's having a mental breakdown.
1: No. Kill them with kindness. So he
0: needs to get diagnosed before. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get diagnosed before it gets revoked, yep. Yeah. <laughs> get the diagnosis, come Actually, to me.
1: no, I take that
2: back about the MVE, that's not the most thing i am angry before. The thing is, what I said about what Joanna said. Yeah. About, um, so while he's done this, you know, he said this, it's wrong, it's... Made everyone so angry, and different people have come forward and said, "I'm I'm heartbroken, I'm offended, blah blah." Bloody shitface, whose name I don't even want to say. Who's the two of them? To- what is it, Tommy, Tony, whatever it's called, and Kay Hopkins? Tommy oh, Emerson, yeah, kind of,
0: yeah.
2: Like. They've been saying these awful things for so long and they're still getting the papers and they're still alive and they still have Twitter and
0: Insta and everything. They're not cancelled. They're not cancelled after a couple of weeks, couple of months. They've been doing it for years.
2: And Joanna wrote that tweet saying, hmm, interesting how he is black. And immediately... The whole country is against him. <laughs> There's, like, his name to be killed. Whereas these two little white folk have been doing it for years.
1: The thing with Katie, like, what's the face? Mm-hmm. Do you see who shall not be named? Yeah. Is her living is made out of being Yeah,
0: that's her horrible.
1: job. Yeah. And that's her job. So it's How can that be a thing, And to make horrible comments and to just I
0: say live in that vital world. things.
1: Whereas that's not Wiley's job. Wiley's job isn't being no. I know Anti-Semitic. His music. It's his music. And then Katie Hopkins isn't on a Royals honour list.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if yeah. if ta- change it though. So say uh, a white artist that's on the downfall um, did a hundred tweets that were anti-Semitic. A male white artist, Jason Donovan. He <laughs> did... This is, I couldn't think of a great...
1: I was thinking of, what's his name? Daniel Beddingfield. Yeah, did Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Beddingfield.
0: <laughs> Daniel Beddingfield. Suddenly out of the. Can we date. have
2: Jason Donovan? He can do our jingle.
0: We need this. A hundred tweets. Hypothetical situation. A hundred tweets. This is how we always look at it, though, isn't it, Bri? We're like, what it happened to... Daniel Yeah, would it happen to a white person? So let's think Daniel Beddingfield, 100 tweets, anti Semitic, out of the blue, and then. Or has he been anti Semitic before, probably? I feel like everyone hates Daniel Beddingfield, so I think we need to choose a different person. <laughs> a lot of people hate Wiley, though, don't they? Pre the. Yeah, pre- no, Pre-this, he was on his downfall. I feel like we have to pick That's someone what, yeah. on the downfall. I know, it needs to be a different person, but we'll go with I with don't these. know what,
1: like, let's just pick someone who's not on the... Let's, like, okay, Calvin Harris. If he did a 100 anti-Semitic tweets,
0: I think he would get a lot of backlash. He would, yeah. but people would also question mental health more. They would say, what's happened to him? Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think they'd be like, He's lost the plot and then he'd go in first into rehab yeah. and then all would be forgiven. Yeah. yeah, and then he'd be on a new T V advert and everyone would
1: love the advert and then and it would a all the new song happy. comes out and yeah, yeah. That's the
0: that's the thing with racism, isn't it? It's like well no, he's been held if accountable. If went to rehab, I don't think all would be forgiven. No. Wow. Whereas if you replaced
1: Wiley with Calvin Harris and then he went to rehab or would be forgiven, yeah. Yes,
0: exactly.
2: Wiley, get some therapy, please, and <laughs> let's all live in a nicer world. Yes. <laughs> what's
0: next to talk it through? Um, so, BLM, what's happening now? Or what do you think is happening? <laughs> I think not enough
2: is happening, and it's Awful, but I've finally got round to listening to why I'm no longer talking to white people about race. Oh, is it
0: good? Are you
2: with it? No, no, no. Oh, so I love an audiobook book, and um, it's her talking. It. Oh, well, I think it's better
0: not... when it's the yeah. author, isn't it? Who is not
2: it it? She's called Rennie. I don't know. She um. We've definitely seen her on things recently with the BLM movement, but I hadn't seen her
0: I'll get before her. that,
2: because she wrote it, like, ten years ago or something. And so, yeah, just like her personality, she's uh, she's witty with it, and I've only, I've only just started listening to it, because apparently later on she interviews this um, super racist guy, and she's got the... Uh, the transcript on it so that'll be interested yeah. obviously she's very well spoken and i'm sure she articulates herself really well um renee day yeah and she um she said that she did that uh i can't remember what it was The first thing a post whether it was a tweet or whatever she's not going to talk to white people about race anymore because she needs to protect her energy and there's no point Banging your head against a brick wall, and then she's like, ironically, now every day I speak to white people about race because <laughs> this has given me the platform. And <laughs> yeah, so that's great. I, I'm enjoying that. Um,
0: oh. is, is, it whi- oh, is it for white people? it for white people? That book, then? She for-
2: said that it's not, she didn't write it to make white people feel guilty, and she didn't write it for black people to hate white people she just wanted people
0: to felt like their voice was being heard Yeah.
2: Uh, because it's hard to you know like I, I have points sometimes but they never come out well <laughs> um,
1: Same. she's
2: a woman so she's <laughs> speaking yeah. just speaking in proper full good sentences and that um, <laughs>
0: From the second uh, fob off from the government, which is that was annoying me. Very disappointing, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's okay, you know. We'll get we're getting more noise, and eventually we'll get food To I'm like, school started in September. It wouldn't have been that hard to email the teachers.
1: You know, it's <laughs> not like you have to create. And also, haven't. A- the government asked teachers to create new they syllabus are. anyway because of the COVID situation. Yeah. So, because loads of teachers are having to rewrite loads of lessons and lesson plans and basically redo loads of work anyway over seminar. Yeah. that was But surely they could have just bought one and been like, OK, we've bought a black lesson for you. Here you yeah. are his and
2: his lessons and the teachers don't have to do the work on it yeah that's why it's disheartening because it's like we know that all these things are out there and there is a light shining on them now and even though the light's shining they're still choosing to look
0: away but i suppose do you feel like say and and i know the government is majorly looking away so they've done that with the curriculum and they've <laughs> the, what was it the review by someone that doesn't believe in racism <laughs> when there's been about 20 reviews already <laughs>
2: with yeah with
0: recommendations but um do you feel like in businesses they're gonna change their minds or...
2: yeah that's true that's a more positive way to think about things isn't it like um
0: because that's what, I would say that there's more of a majority that's interested now, so I would say that and um, people as consumers and clients want ethical now, don't they? They want ev- to know that people are being treated fairly at work, they want sustainable outcomes and...
1: Yeah. That's true. Do you think that the work climate, though, because I think if this had happened not in a COVID environment, mm. I think it would have had more progression in the business environment. Would, it? would it have
0: happened, happened not in a COVID environment, though? But
1: because it's a COVID environment, businesses are focused on getting through the COVID situation, getting through the Brexit situation. Do they have the time and resource to think about, OK, we need to sort out racism and preventing racism in this workplace and making sure we're a fair and equal place to work and how do we promote uh, ethnic minorities and people who are traditionally disadvantaged do they have the time and energy to do that in this non-COVID environment because the amount of redundancies that are going to happen just through the COVID situation it's going to mean loads of people are looking for work Mm. it's a high risk dream to have masses of employable, employable people working through every every spot, is is something going to happen? Whereas if they are struggling to hire, they have to make changes, but businesses aren't going to struggle so no, when there's loads so many people looking
0: for work. This wouldn't have happened yeah. if there wasn't a COVID-19 situation, because black people are murdered on you see videos on Facebook all the time. It's horrible. Mm. And it's never, this has never happened before. And it's because of COVID-19, I personally think. Yeah. This is an opinion, not the truth. Yeah. <laughs> the title of the podcast. This the yeah, this is opinion, not the truth. That's a really good name. First episode, said so there's
1: the glitches along the way. We've now changed it to this is opinion, not the truth. This and is... that it doesn't have as good a jingle. O
2: N T.
0: This is opinion, not the truth.
2: <laughs> opinion, not truth. Yeah. No, I think that too. There, there wouldn't have been as many people at marches if there wasn't COVID. No. Um It wouldn't. I mean, how many times does it need to have been highlighted? Like Grenfell, Windrush, like huge, huge things. Um, that could have been enough of a highlight, but you know, and then now COVID deaths have. Have highlighted same communities in that way uh, so yeah I, I don't know I, I see both sides of that I don't know what whether it's gonna make them do it more in businesses I, or... think, I think
0: that they will change in businesses and I'm gonna say not all businesses no, no. but regardless of redundancies or not what clients and customers want has changed from covid yeah. it's changed everyone let's like
1: if the consumer changes then yeah. businesses have to change to match the consumers yeah. and then the government has to change because they they follow businesses yeah. unfortunately yeah. so if the consumer changes then things will change
2: it's so slow though isn't it it's like even bloody naming no names I still know people who still don't even recycle plastic bottles. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, we're not even down the scale to protecting snails. We're just (laughs) putting a plastic bottle that you shouldn't have used in the first place into a recycling bin instead of a normal bin. Mm. So if it takes seemingly educated people... A long enough time to just do that. We'll all be dead before it <laughs> <laughs>
0: What a great note to end on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is not my PMS week? <laughs> Actually, I'm ovulating. That's what
0: it is. Well, dead must always even one ounce of change. I can't think of anything positive. No, I'm definitely ovulating. I've ovulated. No, I definitely... I think... So what? How do you know anyone that has come out of this and is more like, I bought everything that I could see under the sun, and I don't, I want to, and I bought it all from sweatshops. Do you know anyone that's <laughs> I know
2: people who are still buying stuff.
0: Yeah. But not from particularly from sweatshops. I don't know anyone that's not researching what they're buying a bit more and thinking about it a bit more. That's not a... maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's who we talk to, but
2: yeah I still know people who like I said the other day about the fast fashion fast fashion fast, 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 fast. fast fashion wearing feminist I mean t-shirt or girl power t-shirt or love hearts t-shirt and I'm like where'd you buy that t-shirt <laughs>
0: <laughs> where'd you buy I it made that t-shirt <laughs> I'll go get you yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> People
0: don't realise because do there's so much that people need to learn. I think keeping um, it real,
1: fairy. Uh... Well, I have that website where you type in, you know, what how you live, and it tells you how many modern day slaves contribute to your lifestyle.
0: Oh God! Did I send you that? Yeah. <laughs> that? Didn't
1: send me, did you?
0: It was about a year ago or something. Yeah,
1: it was a really long time ago and it's... I'll get it ...really up. scary.
0: Yeah, mine was like 56 or something. It was about modern slavery, it was horrible.
2: And what, it changes daily or
0: it's like a... No, it just sort of, it calculates things. It's like, do you drive? Uh um, Do you, what you purchase? Mm. What other things did it ask? Um, how much you travel...
1: Yeah, how much you travel,
2: maybe Uh, these questions aren't going to be quite the same as they were (laughs) one year ago when we could move around. That's true, hopefully things
0: would have changed a bit. Um, Modern slavery questionnaire, I'm just Googling it now, wonderful Google.
2: (laughs) Uh, Was there anything else we were going to talk it through? Um, opinion, not the truth. through opinion,
0: not the truth. All I had. Well, we've touched on the other topics. The only bit that I've got here is UK compared to US as regards racism. I feel like there's more movement happening in the US though <laughs> than here. I
2: feel like BLM is
1: more alive in the US, but yeah, and I also feel like they. Definitely got further to go. I'm not saying the UK is brilliant, it's not at all. And there's loads of highlighting of how it's really bad. Mm. But they have but guns. I feel, <laughs> but I feel like I can walk down the street in the UK and survive. And I don't think I could do that in some streets in the US.
0: But um, I was listening to something that... Listen. Radio Wait. Radio Four because I was with Dad. Um, <laughs> about a American, um, a Black American activist that's lived in London for quite a long time, and he says that yeah, although on the surface things seem worse in America, in the UK it's still really bad. People are still dying in hospitals a lot, and. Um. The,
1: People,
0: people still die in police custody in the UK. They die in police custody in the UK, exactly. And then people die. People die. The knife crimes and stuff. But the point that he was making was, the yes, people integrate socially better in the UK. So that's what he says. You see a lot of what you don't. What you absolutely do not see is. A large number of black middle class because in America there's more people so there's more black people so they've created their own black middle class in large groups of black people where they have black middle class now and there's a much there's you know a lot more job opportunities and stuff whereas in the UK there isn't and that is a huge huge issue Oh, interesting and uh, also <laughs> found something from David Alasuga who I love oh. and I just remembered that I found it and I've um, uh, sit oh, on racism in the UK compared to the US. It's excusing or downplaying British racism with comparisons to the US is a bad habit with a long history. It began yeah. in 1807. the abolition of slave trade and picked up steam three decades later with the end of British slavery. Twin events that mark the beginning of 200 years of moral posturing and historical amnesia. And then he ends it with, for two centuries we have deployed American racism as a distraction. It's as if we find it easier to recognise American forms of racism than we do our own homegrown varieties. Convenient as pointing fingers is always more comforting than looking in yeah. the mirror.
2: Yeah. Gonna love Dave. Dave, Go on, Dave. Go on, Dave. No, definitely it is. But then that was one of my angry arguments. I was like, even if it is in America, anyway. So it's still in our world. It's still disgusting. Um. But yeah, no, I, th- I think the immediate thing is, oh, but there was. Uh, but it's polite British on the
0: surface. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Like, that's the culture in Britain, whereas that's not so much the culture in other countries. Yeah. Uh, yeah but it's definitely more underhand, especially with um, employment. It's What can they get away with um, underhandedly? I've, I've got another quote relating to employment. <laughs> Uh, it's great. So, Gina, yeah, I probably said a name wrong. Opinion, not a fact. Okay. Um. <laughs> she said, I know her, but I don't. <laughs> I'm just being horrible myself. Racist, probably. So, in England. Oh my God, there's a the baby. Okay. Oh, it's all right. Okay.
2: I know him. It's fine. <laughs>
0: I know him. In England, the racism is very much more underground, more subtle. It's more insidious. You don't even know when you're being discriminated against. It's, hello, nice to meet you. Smile, smile, smile. And then you leave the room, and then they say, we're never going to employ that woman. I prefer
1: to live in a world like that, whereas rather than oh. say it to my face. <laughs> I'd rather go into a room and they'd be like, hello, goodbye, and then I just don't get the job and then I speculate on why, rather than them going, we're not complaining because you you're black and we don't like black people. I'd rather live with the latter if I have the choice of two.
0: Um.
1: Not that it's great either way. I mean, obviously we should
0: I think it I think, we're, u- to the world. I think it, we're used to that environment.
1: Mm. Okay, I might. Well
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> signing off for so, so,
1: so, a very through, angry, commonly
2: known as
1: a very angry guy. You're not the one with the milk cry going on outside, so TBC, chicas.
0: We know our jobs. <laughs> All right,
1: opinion of facts, guys.
0: So what's it? TBC. TBC.
1: I have to TBC. go now. TBC. Take care. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Take care our one listener. <laughs> take care solo solo solo
0: See
1: you. signing up